0: Welcome to episode 41, Keelan is my secret son of Story Mode, a video game podcast, the official podcast of StoryModeGaming.com, brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Jesse Munner, and I am joined by my secret son, Keelan Simpson.
1: I can't believe you told everyone, you signed an NDA, you bastard. Mm-hmm.
0: What are you going to do? I'm your dad. What are you going to do? Huh? <laughs> Simon Evans.
2: I am honestly surprised at this
0: revelation. I never would have guessed I don't know how you didn't see it. Look, we look so much alike. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. very special returning guest, always welcome on the show, Len and Gaz from Fan Critical. How are we doing? Hello. Hello.
3: Yes, I'm I'm back. We're here. Gaz is here as well. Uh, Gaz is here. Sporting yes, a yes. terrible moustache. Yes. I like
0: yeah. it. I am very pro-Gareth moustache.
2: Mm. I'm, I'm going to say, honestly, as your brother, I am actually not hating it as much as I did last time you tried
0: well and I look, can I just say Gaz as your brother I am very turned on on this <laughs> how, how
4: many people are you related to Jesse that we didn't previously know about
0: this is mad I have I have sown my wild oats they mm. say. <laughs> and become brothers <laughs> with wide, people <laughs> yeah, I don't really know that's how that works really, but, yep fair enough <laughs> I don't know how sex works anyway uh, just tell. just
4: just yes uh Uh, moustache is on and it is for movember wonderful cause if you know any mo bros out there and can donate please do it's a wonderful cause
0: when do um donations sort of that window close
4: (laughs) well i don't think there's an official end date but uh given the fact that it is movember uh probably um 1st of december is is
2: your cut-off date Cool. So when the when the episode goes live,
0: when the episode goes up, yes. but if you listen to this and you're like, "Hey, I want to donate," it's still a great call. You can donate year round. Um, and uh, Gaz, I'm imma- I'm a- I imagine your donation page will stay up for a little bit longer, yeah. past the first of December. Yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah. I'll if it does, just search by name.
4: Um, search me up. I'll tell you what, I'll send you the link and maybe you can pop it in the little um, show notes as well. We'll pop um, them in the description. Yes, no, 1st of December is not the cut-off date. That was uh, I misspoke. The 1st of December next year, if anything, is your cut-off date. You've got any time in the world to donate.
0: He actually said it the right way, but it couldn't make its way through the moustache.
2: Yeah.
4: You've go. you
0: got like a built-in pop filter. You've become a real podcaster now, haven't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah.
4: It's, it's brilliant. My peas, my peas are, are so smooth.
0: Nice and clear. Right, so let's move away from Gather smooth pee. Um, now, last time we had you guys on the show, we discussed a, a few games that we want to get made into either TV shows or films. Hmm. Um, but today we're going to go the other way and discuss the <laughs> games that ha- are being adapted into TV shows and films. Like, they're in production. Some of them are coming out end of year. Um, and a few others have got The Green Light. Let's just... Let's, Simon, let's just get into it. All right, I- <laughs> Monster Hunter. Sorry, oh. real quickly, oh. Monster Hunter: The Film, uh, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. He's the uh, the mastermind behind the Resident Evil <laughs> film. Good lad. <laughs> uh, it'll be starring Miller Jovovich, Jovovich, uh, his wife as Captain Natalie Artemis, Tony Jaa as the Hunter, Ti as Link. Uh, his youngest son can be on the in the film because he. His kid likes the game. So at least his son has good taste. Yes. And Ron Perlman as the Admiral. Um, it will be coming out January 1st, 2021. Um, it will be coming out, however, I believe on Christmas Day in the US. This movie's had multiple delays, so who the fuck knows. Um, as for a synopsis, this is from the official site. Behind our world there is another, a world of dangerous and powerful monsters that rule the domain with deadly ferocity. When Lieutenant Artemis Miljavevic and her elite unit are transported through a portal from our world to a new world, they are in for the shock of their lives. In her desperate attempt to get home, the brave lieutenant encounters a mysterious hunter, played by Tony Jar, whose unique skills have allowed him to survive in the hostile land. Faced with relentless and terrifying attacks from the monsters, the warriors team up to fight. Uh, to fight back and find a way home. Simon, you're off the leash. Go.
2: (laughs) This is arguably the stupidest premise they could have ever possibly gone for in regards to a Monster Hunter movie. There's no need to have real-world people transported to another world. Also, why is it behind ours? That doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Um, We'll skip over that point. And the thing that really sort of shits me is, like, you could have just had it set in the Monster Hunter universe. You didn't have to have it be oh look his real humans and oh look his the other world that pointless completely pointless storytelling <coughs> gimmick that serves no purpose or functionality and is a complete waste of time have it said to what you were
0: H- however what you just said though just to, sorry to interrupt you so quickly go for it um so there, there is a pointless thing that's just like a MacGuffin. like you didn't really need to do that but you've just done it okay it's a video game movie mm. that's what all of it is. I,
3: I would say the only argument, Simon, against that, and I think this film is going to be atrocious, um, but I think the only argument against it is, let's take a a video game movie that it did do what you're saying to do, which is just go, hey, we're going to be in this other world now. The Warcraft movie, which is diabolical. Mm-hmm. And I think yes, the, problem that, the, the problem that audiences have, um, which is... is is this idea of just jumping into this whole other world and setting up this universe. The Warcraft movie tried to do it and it failed miserably. The Monster Hunter universe, I'm no expert in Monster Hunter, but I believe it to be quite complicated and there's a lot of intricacies that would have to be included and stuff like that. And I think the way of doing it is to ground it in some sort of way to our universe, to uh, an understanding from an audience's perspective. Uh, For you, I completely understand. You're like, this is ridiculous. But also, you watching the film would go into it knowing everything. And you've got to think about the large audience at play here. So I think it's going to be atrocious, but I think this is the way they needed to go to get it to a broad audience.
2: I think, however, using your example of the Warcraft movie... I think Azeroth is a terrible setting and it's kind of shit anyway. <laughs> like, it, the baseline there is pretty terrible. So don't get me wrong, the Monster Hunter universe as a whole isn't exactly clearly explained within any of the games, really. The most amount of lore we've ever had was in Monster Hunter World where it basically just sort of goes, mm. hey, look, here's a story. Bam, there's everything. Um, yeah. And so the way that it works best, though, is when... It is, it's kind of weird because it's through the gameplay itself that it sort of demonstrates itself but you could have dialogue from certain characters from the Admiral from the Hunter um, which would explain the world at large you could have it follow the story of a new Hunter you know someone who's mm. you know excited to to join Hunters and still gets the rules explained to him Mm. Hey, this is why we only go out in groups of four. This is why you only hunt these monsters. This is why you have to accept the quests because it's, you know, tracked and controlled oh. and blah blah blah. Because yeah. it's a balance between nature and survival. And you could do you could play out the story in a much different variation than just having, Oh yeah, look, there's a bunch of soldiers whose guns suddenly don't work. Let me just say as
4: well, um Jesse you suggesting that, you know, this is, this is how they always do video game movies, that's not a defense, mate. Like, that's the problem, yeah, isn't it? That's <laughs> but, no, no, the, the,
0: the, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is, why should we expect anything different? Because oh. it, yeah. it doesn't video work; video it's proven are, to not work. Look at the patience and never. Gonna, but they're never going to be masterpieces. I don't. They, well, they don't have to be. Closely I,
3: expected I, I will say that I did a bit of research before coming on this podcast because I was interested. And I'm always fascinated by
0: one of us did by yeah <laughs> by uh,
3: video game films because um, obviously we're massive gamers and also I'm waiting for that moment where I see a film that really captures what the game is about and also you know just like transcends that barrier the highest rated video game film that I could find on Rotten Tomatoes is the Angry Birds movie 2 with 73 percent
0: um, I've actually heard that's pretty decent uh, No,
3: it's. It is, I've seen I've seen it eh? and Angry Birds is all right but I'll say that the film below it in second place is actually the best video game movie that ever came out, and that is Detective Pikachu, which is fantastic, yeah, yeah. And, and I can't believe... Wait, hold up. So can-
0: what does Detective Pikachu have around
3: tomatoes? 68%, which I thought was it was ridiculous, because it is actually hilarious. It's it's charming. Yeah. Uh, it, it brings wow. the Pokemon universe into a whole new sort of dimension. I, I absolutely love that film, and I think films need to sort of try and follow that sort of model. I don't know how to do that, but there aren't any really good successful video game movies uh, and you're right, Jesse, we sh- should we expect more? I think we should expect more because the stories that are within these games, we love them and they're fantastic. There's no reason they can't be adapted to to the screen. Um, but Monster Hunter, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm just really, I can't tell you how, how unexcited I am for this film. Just just was, nothing about it, nothing.
2: I was just having this argument with a couple of mates because we, we're literally just playing Monster Hunter World and I said to them, all right, I've got to go, I've got to record the podcast, we're going to talk about video game movies, and I'm going to shit all over the Monster Hunter movie. And they were like, oh, but you shouldn't, and blah, 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 because you haven't seen it yet. It's like, yes, I don't need to see it to know that it's going to be crap. Like, I've seen every trailer that's come out. I am dedicated, like, I'm so hoping that I am proven wrong. I want this movie to be funny and have really good, really quirky moments, but it's not going to happen. And I'm hoping for, at best, at best, I want this to be, like, Pacific Rim. Where the story mm. is complete oh, bullshit. want so wanted to be
0: the greatest film ever made.
2: Hear me yeah. out, because the story in Pacific Rim is complete bullshit and nonsense, and there's so many plot. Out kind of my, like, but kind yeah, of my. Like Keelan edited them out. Edit out. No, I will not hear a bad word say about that film. <laughs> no, but let me finish, Jesse. You motherfucker. Let me finish, right? <laughs> because we all know the, the story is ridiculous. But that's not Elf, why you go yeah. and watch it. You go and watch right. it because you want to see giant robots beat the shit out of giant monsters, and that's what you get. And you get something incredible out of it. It's such a yeah. hype movie. And they that's have what the I'm, potential. That's they what have. I'm hoping for. That's, when I watch the trailer, that's what I get. see.
0: That's what and I'm, I'm hoping so happens.
2: But I don't also, think it will.
0: You say you you said there won't be any of those quirky moments. I watch now. I think a lot of the general um, backlash towards this film already has come from um A like diehard fans like yourself, Simon, and I completely understand <laughs> that. And then people who, who are fans of the series, like I, I've only really played Monster Hunter World, loved it, but I wouldn't say I'm a fan of the series as a whole. Um, I just don't know it that well. And the thing that threw me off was the the military aspect uh, like mm. someone said there's a lot of gunfire in it and there okay there is a gun in monsanto yes great i've i've read every single youtube comment. it's like well actually there are guns in monsanto yeah. <laughs> um yeah, they're like military style weaponry yeah um and it looks like they get sucked into this new world they try to use um the the guns on a on a Diablo's and it doesn't work it's like oh cool so we better use swords and and shit like that so i'm glad they got rid of that but i think the reason they framed like that was for western audiences okay I mean, obviously most people i haven't seen haven't played the game who are going to go see the film obviously because i mean obviously um so that is a really good way to get butts on seats in the cinema i disagree international trailers though sorry real quick international trailers are very different and have their tone is a lot more in line with the games. I, I uh, there was a recently released international trailer. I think it came out last week where you see me- more of the, uh, chef say so we are going to get the pallet in this movie. And I was worried for a moment we weren't and they actually look pretty cool. Um, you see him like cutting up the food and when he sets it up, it has a little like musical chime that comes in at the end, like, at, yeah. like in the game. And there's also a moment with Tony Jar cooking, um, a leg of some animal over a big fire, just like rotating over it. And it's playing the same music as when you cook in the game. It got these little nods like, okay, this is not going to be a good film, but there are moments here Mm. that I can appreciate that. With that
2: that scene, cooking cooking the meat, one of – this has to be a thing, okay? So in the previous games, um, when you cooked the meat to perfection – You'd get like the little jingle, and it would say "so tasty," and you know it's cheesy and dumb, but it's a bit bit fun, right? So I really hope that a character takes a bite and goes, "Oh, this is so tasty," because that,
0: that, would, that, that would I'd be happy with little that. stuff like that. But yes. I'd be really I, happy I, I, I I like that. that. But instead, also, in the like, trailer dis- that
4: we've seen, we get lines like, "Oh, so are we the guardians of the galaxy or something now?" And, and, and also, yeah. and also, huh, this is above my pay grade. Which are classic lines for an action movie, and I can't wait to watch them.
0: <laughs> yeah, which ex- exactly, nah, exactly. Um, this, this is mixing the two of the worst things: action films and video game films. And <laughs> also, I just
2: you, you mentioned how oh having like uh, the military thing is good for Western audiences and will help get butts on seats. I completely disagree. I actively disagree with that point. I think it's doing the complete opposite because the amount of you know light monster hunter fans who have you know maybe played a game or two and gone oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool it's a bit of fun or whatever and then they see this and go uh oh, that's mm. the
0: thing i'm not i'm not talking about people who play the games at yeah. all oh, but I'm I'm talking talking even, even, even a casual a audience even a casual audience
2: isn't going to be interested because they're going to be like oh yeah well it's fine mm. they'll just find some super right. rocket launcher or something okay. they don't okay, understand guys, i've never w- played monster hunter i've never had
1: any interest in it whatsoever like there's no appeal to it But I do want to watch this movie because it looks stupid and I can switch my brain off for Mm. 90 minutes and just fucking enjoy it because it's big ass monsters and stupid oversized weapons. Mm. That seems fun, but I don't have to play it and I don't have to go through that gameplay loop of Monster Hunter, which is what pushes me away from the game. So for someone who's who's got no interest and knows nothing about it, those trailers do a pretty good job of selling what this thing is going to be. Mindless, stupid fun
3: that that's a good point and and i i think like i haven't ever played a monster hunter game i've seen you play one simon for many hours um Not but too many but, hours. <laughs> but i will i will say that i guarantee to you if you did a survey say of everyone who went to see this film in a cinema say do you do you know this is based on a video game i reckon only like 10 percent of people would say that yeah, yeah and but- I, so your idea of this light monster Hunter fans they make up a tiny tiny portion of the, the actual audience size. Not making money off Monster those Hunter things. is still a niche game. I know you think it's not... In Asia, maybe, I agree with you, it's big. In Western world, I'm sorry, that game has not got the traction you think it's I, got.
2: Again, it, I would actually disagree with that point. Uh, Monster Hunter World is literally Capcom's best-selling game ever.
3: Yeah, Capcom ever, but, but, in but,
0: Asia. But remember, even then, it, it's a lot, that's a lot of j- uh, sales in Japan. 100%.
3: And, like,
0: just being the biggest-selling s- uh, game for them doesn't make it a massive... Thing yeah. With people who are out, remember, you just said outside of games when it comes to films. Like, mm. I'm, I'm a big gamer, and the first Monster Hunter game I ever played was World.
2: Yeah, and that's Before that, I, I had nothing lovers.
0: to do with it. Keelan's a big gamer, and he's never played it. Yeah. So never played it. Yeah. Gather, have you played it? Nope.
3: That's, I guess you like Osmosis. Actually, with Osmosis, you <laughs>
0: played through Simon. I guess. I've made you <laughs> play yeah. Monster Hunter for a bit. Well, <laughs> j- yeah, uh, the, j- the Monster Hunter players, I'm not the big part of
3: the. the j- just to finish the, my, my point on Monster Hunter, though, I think the director is also a terrible uh, director of video game movies. Oh, yeah. Like, like oh, yeah. um I just want to yeah. reference the fact that the first Resident Evil film did show a bit of promise. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, it sort of went in this weird direction. And I love Resident Evil, and I'm happy to talk about it later, and I'm thrilled we are going to talk about it because I think it can be done so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- th- the direction that he took the series in and just the... Oh, just the disgusting nature of those films, not in terms of what viscerally, but just I'm disgusted watching them because they make me so angry about like, it, 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 they're just terrible. Uh, they're just terrible films. So I have no faith in this director, uh, Paul no. W.S. Anderson. I have z- I have zero faith in him. So um, therefore I have zero faith that he's going to do anything good with this film. You know, you're only as good as your stock and his stock is very, very low. So-, um, so I bring up- Fair point.
0: Two good things I've seen in the trailer so far, though. Go for it. One, the monsters look pretty fucking decent. I was
2: yeah. going to make a comment about that.
0: The monsters look great. So we've seen a Diablo's, a Rathalos. Also, with a Rathalos, Simon, you'll get this. When somebody says they're almost impossible to kill, a little, a hearty chuckle to that. <laughs> they are fucking cannon fodder towards the middle of the game. Yeah. Um, you see... Uh, I think there's a the Gormagala, gormagalas is in it. Yes, I think. Yeah, um, and then you got a bunch of those just random. Um, so
2: also shown in the movie was the Apseros, which are just regular herbivores. Bad uh, ones. Nurskula is a spider-like monster. Um, no, thank oh, you. Okay,
0: sorry. That's- I was I thought they were a invention in this film. No, they just no, no. in these. Okay, cool. They were okay.
2: introduced in Monster Hunter Four, and they are a really cool fight um they they're really really fun so looking forward to see cuz there's um so there were the latest trailer that came out maybe about a week ago there was an international version where tony jar is talking about how he's going to lure the nurskula over to the diablos and get the nurskula and the diablos to fight each other and I'm the nurskula should put the diablos to sleep which means that they can then escape or get through or get past or whatever Mm. Which I think that in and of itself is quite, quite cool. Tony Jar currently is the absolute standout of this movie. Like, out of every trailer I've seen, he looks and is acting incredibly well. So I have hopes for
0: Tony Jar. But that's I could act better than Mila Jovovich. To I mean, be fair.
3: A fifth a Element of, is brilliant. Fifth Element I mean, like, is brilliant. Every I, after, would, I,
0: fifth element. <laughs> I can tell you that I would
4: rather watch Mila Jovovich, though. Correct.
3: I disagree. I would
0: watch Jesse because that would be Thank you. I have the moves. Leave Um, my father alone. The the (laughs) weapons as well. (laughs) Thanks, son. The weapons look pretty decent. Um, Kind of cheesy, but I mean, let's face it. it, uh, In Monsanto, you have a fucking horn as a weapon, like not like an animal horn, but like a musical horn as a weapon. And, you know, you have swords made out of bones and shit. It's not. It's cheesy in the game. So I think they've yes. translated that over quite well. And you, you see little hints. There's um, stuff from all of the games. You see the little uh, the little hookshot thingy from World. Um, I saw if, uh, somebody break it down. You see, literally, there are little bits from every game. I don't mind that.
2: Um, yeah, I think, if anything the weapons actually look a little bit small, especially in the promotional um, picture where Mila Jovovich has the greatsword over her shoulder. Even though she doesn't use a greatsword in the movie, um, it's actually quite small for a greatsword.
0: Remember, like but, we said before, you're trying to sell this to non-Monster Hunter fans. And, you want, if that was any bigger, you're like,
2: that's fucked. And also, also in all <laughs> fairness, I understand, you know, physical, actual physical limitations on creating a weapon that's supposed to be the size of, like... Two regular humans stacked on top of each other. I can understand why they didn't do that. Because mm. that would be very I've inconvenient.
0: Got, let's wrap up on, the, on this one. I I've, I think the moment-to-moment sort of action is going to be fine. Not going to be good. It's going to be fine. It's not going to be bad. Mm. I think it's going to be the overall, overall story. that's like, oh, that's, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of MacGuffins in this film. hmm Look, all, all I
2: really want, I I'm hoping I am proven wrong by this movie, and I'll quite happily be. But I think overall, this movie is going to be average at best. I think the mm. monsters will be the pinnacle, and then Tony Jar, and then everything else will be pretty shit. What
0: about the yeah. Um,
2: I mean, look, they're CG, so mm. it, they can't go too yeah, wrong.
0: I mean, to be fair, they couldn't train a cat to cook,
2: but you clearly haven't been trying.
0: They got all those blue cats to act in Avatar, so it's fine.
2: I kicked Glitch out of my room earlier. He's going to go make me a steak now.
0: You should. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, another movie, which is, like I mentioned, MacGuffins before. This game's all about getting the MacGuffin at the end, Uncharted. Yay. uh, Which will be the first feature production of uh, Sony PlayStation Productions. Yay. This is directed by Ruben Fleischer. Uh, He's the the mind behind Venom, which... It's okay. okay. It's okay. Yeah. Didn't mind okay. it. Okay. Uh, the film will star Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, Mark Warburg, for some reason, Great casting. Great casting. Sully Sullivan, and Tony Banderas in an unnamed role, Sophia Taylor as Chloe Frazier, and Tati Gabrielle as Braddock. Um, there's no synopsis out for the film as of yet, and it comes out July 16th next year. Now, this movie's had all sorts of trouble with its release date. It was originally mm-hmm. rele- um, set to release June 10th, 2016. That's how long this movie's been in production for. um It was delayed to June 30th, 2017. Then delayed till December 18th, 2020. And then to March 5th, 2021. Um, after the original director Travis Knight, uh, one of the, sorry, one of the directors left, Travis Knight. And then it was further pushed back due to um, COVID to October 8th, 2021. Then it was moved again to its final, final destination of July 16th, 2021, uh, taking the original release date of the Spider-Man Far From Home sequel, whatever that's going to be. Mm-hmm. The other Tom Holland film, which D- at the yep. moment just stopped filming, which was kind of recent, maybe a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Um, he went on to, to finish up. Jesse, How do we feel about this cursed film?
1: The, yeah, this is cursed, right? Like surely, <laughs> oh,
0: this has been surely it, it can't
1: be good. Like, they've not released but, okay. a trailer. Like, that's a bit mm. concerning. You Look, know? Let me put
0: this into, into context for how cursed this film is. When they first came out wrote the script, Mark Warburg was considered to play the role of Nate. Yeah. It has been around in production for that long, that he has moved to Sully.
3: Mm. Yeah. I think mm, the, the film has an issue. Like, it was taking a while to get greenlit, even before this happened, because yeah. people were worried that it... it it didn't translate as a sort of anything more different than an Indiana Jones type of film and they What's had a bit of that? a problem uh with with Nathan with Nathan Drake uh, and they've actually gone a quite clever way about it i think which is to play young young drake which is uh, 100% the way to go with Tom Holland and it's going to be this uh, a, a story that we know in the Uncharted series is a bit of young Drake, but they can go in a really interesting place with it. Uh, and Mark Wahlberg as Sully is a great is a piece, is a great piece of casting. Even if he was originally attached Ooh. and they've shifted him somewhere else, Mark Wahlberg is good in some films. You, just, you need to give him credit where it's due. And I think Sully is such a cartoonish role that I think he'll do a great job in it. Uh, and Tom Holland, by the way, has the wit and charm yeah. that Drake oh, yeah. needs. Tom yeah. Holland I think is, a lot of is, people... is the best Spider-Man because he's hilarious and he, yeah. he plays it well. And if he just brings even 50% of that level of charm and humour to the role of Drake, it'll be brilliant. So mm. I, I think the casting's right. The director's okay. Um, is it going to be a smash hit? No, is it going to be better than Angry Birds? Is it going to take the number one ranking on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> Could do, maybe. Get that, Who knows? Get that well, seventy
0: percent or whatever it was. It's definitely so, going to be
3: better than Monster Hunter. Mm.
0: Len,
4: Len, just to clarify, you're you're saying um, you think it's a, a clever decision to go with a younger Drake? Is that di- yeah? Because it differentiates itself from.
3: Indiana James. Jones? Is that
4: why you think that? Yeah,
3: yeah, or- yeah, yeah. I, I, And the game, I, I, I think, yeah, I think to differentiate itself from Indiana Jones, I think a younger sort of explorer coming into their own, you know, with the guidance of sort of a grizzly, Mark Wahlberg, mm. uh, could lead. I reckon Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland will have some great chemistry. Well,
0: I think that's what's going to sell the film is the charm for the cast. I, yeah. I still have questions about Mark Wahlberg, but you did sell it to me quite well. Just then, a lot mm. of people just like. Okay, this is something that people, whenever a book or video game gets adapted into a a TV show or a film, Mm. this is something that people get way too stuck on when it comes to casting. Yeah. Oh, they don't look like them. I don't care if they don't... They they need to look roughly. It needs to be a rough approximation. But I want to know, can they act... Can they portray that character? Kind mm-hmm. of like um, I don't know how you guys feel about it. What is that dude from the uh, from Solo who played Han Solo? I can never remember his name.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, I God. know who. Yeah, I mean he's he's now, good. To say he's what you good were about the
0: film, but he, I think he portrayed Han Solo really well. Did he look just like him? No, were some no. things a little bit off. Of course they were because you can't get a young Harrison Ford. Yeah, he and- did it quite well as an approximation. I think. Um, tom holland as young nathan is brilliant plus Mm. you're not like you said having as an origin story you're not gonna have that weight of expectation plus the plot lines you need to follow if it's set after either after the game or in between one two three and four because then you have to tie all these plot lines together and it becomes very confusing for an outside audience um mark warburg as sully i there's some other people i would have probably picked over him um Mm. i had a bit of a strange idea of. I I think his name's Henry Slattery. He's in Mad Men. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought he, I think he would be really, really good because I don't know. Just I've seen him with a cigar that many times in Mad Men that I kind of picture it. Um, I think it was with Mark Wahlberg though. One film contract. It well, be, if there is a sequel, he won't be back for it.
1: He does get butts in seats, so maybe yeah. it will help. That's true. Like, Kickstart yeah. the um the franchise.
0: Now we've mentioned like the directors have been cursed at this film it has gone through so many different directors gone through a bunch of writers seth rogan and evan goldberg were originally approached to write but um like then brought up they toned it down because they thought hey this is just another another indiana jones film um uh, chris pratt was offered the role of nate zachary levi and jensen ackles were also considered um uh, fan favorite nathan fillion never actually got a call up because oh, the wow. director didn't know who he was uh yeah. despite that pretty decent fan made um short film yeah, which apparently was Sony wasn't very happy fun with. i yeah, don't think somebody was, was very happy that that happened but they couldn't take it down because they sound like dicks um as for the role of sully before mark Wahlberg, they were considering brian cranston jake gillenhall i don't know how jake gillenhall chris pratt he went from nate to, mm. to sully chris pine chris Hemsworth, matthew mcconaughey matthew mcconaughey Ooh. i, I, I would have been very interested in that that would yeah. yeah. i think that would been and, fun and woody harrelson they are some yeah. good choices there. That's good choice. Yeah, I'd That's liked any choice. of them.
4: Well, I was just I was just um thinking the the director, he's the he directed Zombieland as well, didn't he? Um yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
4: Zombieland got, is good.
2: Zombieland's great. Zombieland's good. I, I haven't seen two yet. Uh too, it, yeah. It it's seems
4: okay. Like, it's okay. <clears throat> it seems like they're very much pitching this or going about this as a as a as a comedy action movie, not uh, yeah. that's not the right way of phrasing it, but it, there is a heavy focus on comedy for this, right? Like that's that's what it I seems understand. like based on the casting. Has to be, yeah. Um,
0: I think, like I mentioned before, like I think this is a film that will get really far due to its, the charm of its cast. Mm. I think that's also what the case with Venom. Um, yeah. When Venom first came out, I thought it was going to be garbage. And I watch, I am like, hey, this is okay. This is better than I expected. It's okay um, because. Yeah. Um, Ah, uh, shit. Who plays Venom in that film? Tom Hardy. Tom
3: Hardy. Tom Hardy.
0: Tom Hardy. National treasure, Tom Hardy. Mm. He's yeah. charming in that film. He's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, and he, he's very much in on the joke in the film. He's an anti-hero. I
3: mean, Eddie Brock is an anti-hero. And you know what? Uh, Nathan Drake is also an anti-hero. He is along the lines 100%, of, thank of, you. of Indiana Jones. Now, what people always forget is in the Uncharted movies, you are literally killing hundreds of people when you play that game. Like oh. he, there's no, there's no like Batman sort of like, oh we can't use gun. No, you are literally shooting and killing so and murdering, wasting uh, lots of people. people. And as he does it, he goes, "Ha, that was a great shot, Sully." And then Sully's like, "Hey, keep focused, kid," and stuff like Don't that. I'm too Why old you doing for it? this like, shit. He's <laughs> oh, exactly exactly sorry. doing that this is above my pay grade. In <laughs> order to steal <laughs> the
1: valuable cultural artifacts from whatever exactly. country he's pillaging, like he's yeah, exactly. a horrible exactly. person.
0: You're like, yes. okay, I need to save this artifact um, from being stolen, so I'm going to go into these. You know, mystical uh, locations, shoot them up, riddle them with bullets, throw grenades, and get it because, as the white man, I saved the day. Hey, it's his
4: birthright, sort of, but actually, it's not.
0: (laughs) Like so, The only difference between him and Lara Croft is he doesn't take it back to his mansion as far as we know. Yes. No, so, I, don't know but, I don't know, actually. Sully does have very expensive cigars.
3: He does. They um, could also, be I actually shirts. think this film is actually going to be quite complicated because of that reason. But like you said, you have to go down a sort of fun... I, I hate to say this, but it's a fun family... Sort of action oh, adventure film, oh, really and that this is, is where they're going. I mean, so it's probably fine. in the
2: same vein that like Indiana Jones is sort of a fun family sort of thing. Yeah, um, and I mean, like Indiana Jones sort of circumvented part of the problem by having the Nazis as the bad guys. Correct. because Well, fuck it, it's Nazis. They're not yeah. exactly going to complain. Um, so,
0: have you been on the internet? They still complained.
2: <laughs> if they fucking shouldn't. Um, <laughs> Nazis, not friends of the show. Um yeah, anyway. anyway <laughs> um, but I think I think what they can do just as a very simple plot device is uh, this artifact was stolen from its yeah. original culture I don't know a thousand years ago and taken into this secure temple and mm. I'm gonna go retrieve it and give it back to the rightful owners or something like that he can play the good guy by still going into this ancient civilization and blowing everything up and still mm. be good Quite, quite. See, I,
0: I think I I don't think they'll go that way because we've now seen young um, Nate in Uncharted Four. You play as young Nate, and you find that he's a bit of he's a bit of a scoundrel, if you will. He is a scoundrel. So I think the whole thing will be he'll go in there with the intention to stealing an artifact, and then the midway through realize, okay, this artifact's actually cursed because it's Uncharted. Um, these other people going for it, no one should go for it. I'll go get it before they do. Supernatural ending. Somebody dies. A Vivizella plays Uncharted style. Mm. Credit <laughs> mm.
2: and then like the title screen uncharted uh, yeah why was it so difficult to make you've
3: you've just laid it out perfectly why is it so difficult yeah, to make one. guys well
4: because i think i think that the reason that it's difficult to make is what you have foreshadowed already in that yeah it's tricky for it to not become uh indiana jones but then if you make it um if you go down the family friendly route then what's to stop it becoming national treasure as well which... Hey, National
3: you, Treasure's not as bad as you think it is, by the way. I, mean, I can actually see
0: this film being a nah. lot more Jumanji.
3: I, I, I actually... Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if it has the success of Jumanji, the new Jumanji films, which are okay at best, but if it has the success of them, <laughs> I, it'll definitely get fantastic. Super- I mean, they're okay. But they, 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 they're, it's, it's done well if it has that sort of success. And National Treasure and National Treasure 2, watch those films again because I tell you now, they're not as bad as you think they are. They're actually... I mean, me. National you're Treasure you're 1 was decent. perfectly fine you're, because Nicklaus Cage was
2: actually really good.
3: Mm. You're telling me that
4: the new Jumanji's are mm, okay, but that I should rewatch National Treasure. I think you need some recalibration. That's you're off. What have you seen yeah, the new? <laughs> actually, no, <laughs> off for I'm you with
0: you, guys Now,
3: I'm what have you seen, Have you seen the new Jumanji? Yeah, Yeah. Plan, it, it's, Thank it, it, yeah it, what? Fun. Even the second one? I mean, so they're they're yeah. like 60 percent films, yeah. On if you were consensusing them. Yeah, mm. So is so is um Detective
0: Pikachu, and we know that's wrong.
3: 68 apparently, but that's <laughs> garbage it's amazing
0: um speak speaking of divisive let's move on to our next one the last of us um you now there's mm. gonna be a tv series i yeah. have of all the things we're going through today this is the one i have the highest hopes for because of the oh. caliber behind it oh. um, it's yeah. being written by Neil Druckmann, who wrote the, the initial Last of Us. Um, and executive producer uh, is going to be working alongside Craig Mazin, Marzen, Matson,
3: Chernobyl from
0: Chernobyl. The dude behind Chernobyl, which is the one of the best shows I've mm-hmm. ever watched. Yep. Um, now, the cast is unknown. We'll get back to that in a moment. And so as a release date. Um, as for the synopsis, the only the closest thing we have is has been written up on um, the HBO website. The story takes place 20 years after modern civilization has been destroyed. Joel, a hard survivor. Unknown if he's Italian, um, yeah. <laughs> is hired to smuggle Ellie, a 14 year old girl, out of an oppressive quarantine zone. What starts as a small job soon becomes a brutal, heartbreaking story as they both traverse across the US and mm-hmm. depend on each other for survival. And then, as revealed by The Hollywood Reporter in early March, the series will cover the events of the original game with the possibility of additional content based on the forthcoming, or at the time, forthcoming game yeah. sequel. The Last of Us Part 2, which has obviously since come out. Now this just got the green light from HBO. It is yep. it is it is happening. And I'm mm. very excited, purely because the the, the team behind Chernobyl oh are working on it.
3: Mm. And, and Neil Druckmann's writing. And Neil Druckmann's Drag- writing it. And and, and, and yeah. this is what people don't realise, you know. The last we've done The Last of Us spoiler cast. Last of Us is one of not just a great game, it is one of the best written things I've ever seen the characters are real they're believable the scripting is cinematic it's perfect it's heartfelt it's emotional it's just so just so good and 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 I am so excited that they've got someone like Neil involved again but also Craig because of the world that he created with Chernobyl I see a lot of post-apocalyptic sort of vibes within that um and, yeah, it just got the green light from HBO. So they were in, obviously, late discussions. When we spoke about this in a previous podcast, it was, ha- it was happening, but now it's happening, you know, yeah. with a serious budget. And you're right, this is uh, the one that you should have the highest hopes for because it's HBO. Um,
2: yeah, I was mm. just going to say, like, it's with as HBO, simple as that. it's going to be...
0: Yeah, I mean, HBO hit it out of the park every time. I think Almost. the good thing with The Last of Us story Almost. is it's simple. It yep. doesn't have this really complex law behind it like most video games do to their detriment when they, when they get um, turned into TV shows, movies and stuff like that. This is a simple story. This yep. could have easily started off as a film and become a game or started off as a book and then become a movie. Yeah, mm. This story kind of applies mm. to any sort of, any medium.
1: Mm. Elon, I know
0: you're, um, you're not the biggest Last of Us fan. How do you feel about the TV series?
1: Like everyone has already said, of everything listed here today, this has the best potential to be something good and watchable. I'm a little bit over like zombie things, but you know, they may not even like hone in on that. It might just be more like mm-hmm. character driven and less, like, yeah. Gore well,
0: that's kind of what
2: I'd hope for, especially and, with it being HBO. Like, yeah, I would exactly hope right. that it would focus on them, or like on Joel and Ellie. And I'd like to see, because obviously, there's a few time skips within the first game. Mm. Um...
0: Yeah. Just heads thinking, up, we're probably going to spoil the first game. Yeah, we'll don't talk and about number from, two
3: because uh, yeah. I, I know that pretty much only me and you have played it, Jesse. Right? So yeah,
0: we'll step away from. We won't mention part two too much here, but heads up, just spoilers for the first game here.
2: Well, I'm, mm. I'm aware that there's time skips. There's there's a few time skips in the first game, and I know that there's slightly more significant time skips in the second. Mm-hmm. Um, But with that in mind, I think it would be kind of nice to see what's happening during those time skips and they could fill it out in a very natural way by having it be character focused and character driven.
3: Mm.
0: What I really want is you're, you're right. I want the middle of the first game because the middle of the first game was a lot of, I know a few people found it kind of meandering because you run into a lot of characters that, gameplay wise and plot wise they don't exactly accelerate your course but they do develop the characters further. Um, I can't remember the two brothers I can't remember the name I think one of them is Michael I can't remember the other one yeah. um it, it, it's it's a uh, older brother and his, his younger brother they're trying to survive through the whole thing there are a lot of parallels between um, how they defend each other in the way that um, Joel and Ellie do and at the end the younger brother is bitten he's infected, he turns, the brother kills him and then kills himself.
3: It's mm.
0: heart-wrenching. And it's a very forgotten part, I think, of the first game.
3: I think it will be quite episodic, like, um, you know, like the Mandalorian in a way. Like, it, it has a journey to it in a, in, a, in a way. I see this being a 10-episode run. Um, yeah. That- and the, the opening to Last of Us, the, the, the first game, is the best video game opening I've ever played because it is so immersive and it just it's incredible how they do it I I literally remember playing that I was just blown away even though you're just sort of along for the ride you feel like you're doing it um I can just see this sort of Neil I think Neil said he's going to try and keep it as similar to the sort of game as possible but I think now they'll be able to flesh out some back, <laughs> more backstory especially with Neil. Joel and his daughter um Neil first name terms yeah um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think that'll be that'll be really good to see um the casting's going to be very interesting um do you so, have anyone in mind well we talked, about to it, start off with. we talked about it before we said uh, like Hugh Jackman would be a great choice because he's played sort of a grizzled Logan <laughs> Literally yeah. a Logan, who is essentially Joel in a way. I've uh, I picked uh, mine. Sorry, just real d- quickly. Go on.
0: I, I recently finished watching The Boys,
3: which. Oh, I is love death. it. Oh, so you want to put Carl Urban Karl, in Carl Urban. 100, yeah. Carl Urban. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, he'd he, be he great. He does. He'd be great.
0: He does, like, Destroyed by the World and Cold. His so eyes. well in that film. I actually, <laughs> the thing is, I actually got Carl Urban after I um, watched Dread.
3: Great film. I watched uh, Dread, yes, though, I remember
0: Carl Urban, like, and he's sort of the um the caliber of actor I can imagine for the show. No, you're not mm. gonna get a full A plus of, like Hollywood A plus. No. I was gonna say, because if this. you
4: if you were, if you were, I reckon I reckon Jake Gyllenhaal could do this.
0: Yeah, um, really. I well. think that's if, cool. Yeah, like Jake Gyllenhaal, um, Hugh John, Jackman, a
3: really pretty really popular one. John Krasinski from uh, yes. when yes. he did um what's that film with the, No, the film where they can't the, the monsters can't hear you. Quite quite nice. They they can hear you, but they can't see quite, you. Quiet place. place, yeah. Quiet place. place, yeah. Quite place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, he'd be great in it, but you're not going to get an actor of that standing. I don't think for a, for a series like a ten part mm-hmm. series, Carlo and Fizzat. that, that but, kind of sort of. Slice but with that, with that being I
2: said, I think um, HBO might bring up a no namer Essentially. Someone who's not very well known, has maybe only done mm. a few side projects in the past and bring them standard because they've done it before.
3: And yeah, they've very a feeling they do, do with
0: Ellie.
3: Yeah. Well, oh, sorry,
0: also, sorry, HBO, Game of Thrones, the other name that's been thrown around is uh Nikolai waldo who played yeah, Jamie great. Lannister. yeah please, because he'd do more things. He would be he'd be really good. I want to see I him in great. a show where he doesn't fuck his sister.
4: Can I can I change um go on a slight tangent here and say I, I I can I get the excitement about this I do and I and I do, generally I share it but I kind of wonder what the point is because this The Last of Us is so narrative driven anyway right It's got such a brilliant story that is told so well in the game What are they
0: going
3: to do here They they hmm. they can't they, if they if they change things the story too much, who didn't play the game. They're if going to they give you, it. They're going uh, to bring it to the audience, guys. This is the yeah. same argument with Monster Hunter. I said like, with Simon, the, the actual gaming audience will actually end up only being about ten percent. Like if yeah. that, like you, you've got the, everyone. Who, I I would love like everyone to know the story of Last of Us because I think it is that Probably special. Really. It's that special that it needs to be experienced. But some people just don't play games. Even if you no. like tell them this is a game they'll but you don't really have to do you know it's it's, it's quite well, cinematic in its nature they won't even play it like people need to hear this story this story is special this is and i know it's been told like keelan said it's been told over and over again um but there's something about the way they tell this story that makes it makes it relevant it makes it have a purpose and it needs I- to be heard just to sort of
2: go into that a little bit, because I I see where you're coming from. Um, I think part of what makes it such a interesting story is the fact that Joel is so flawed. And if he was in any other role, any other character, yeah. as it were, in any like in this game, if he was in a different position, you would hate him. He's a dick. Like he's not a good person. He's very no. actively an arsehole. And well, yeah, which is it, definitely you
0: know, it's, it's explored the sequel. Well, yes, I, I'm aware of that,
2: it's but you know, explored. he's very, very actively. You're not really supposed to like him, but you like him against all of those things that stand as a counter argument. You because, relate to him because, yeah, you get attached to him. You see his tragic loss and you see how he, you know, reacts to that, how he develops from that, and the results of that, and how it imprints on him as a human being. Like, he hasn't actually, he doesn't move on from. That one tragic moment right at the very beginning of the game. He, 20 years later, he doesn't move on from it. No. He's still the same person he was and hasn't developed or matured or grown at all. And it's only when he starts being with Ellie, he can start to reconcile with himself and go, ah, mm. okay. He makes up for the for what he feels like he's lost, regains it. And I think that is what makes it such a good story is because Joel is a prick, but you want to like him despite everything
0: the story yeah. of the last of us isn't a story about an apocalypse or zombies it's about no. it's, it's it's a character piece it's about dealing with loss and redemption at least to me so i i which i think are uh, sort of obviously the times qualities in the story and like you said Len, this uh, the gaming audience is a very very small part of the wider audience and I think oh, yeah, gamers massively. are very used to sort of gatekeeping gaming.
3: Mm, yeah, Just 100%. Let like, like, this is our like, thing. This
0: don't yeah, let um, anyone have it. If, so if like, you play the game on. and you don't want to watch the show, don't watch the show. The game's are going anywhere. If you ah. like the original, you don't like the sequel, play the
3: original. The sequel's just, not doing anything to you. Just imagine it exists in like a parallel sort of universe. It's like the Game of Thrones books and a, the Game of Monster Thrones A Monster Hunter show.
0: parallel universe.
3: Yeah. Um, what I will say is we will be covering, this is going to be one of our flagship shows. If Hell's not, yeah. I, I see this being our, the something that I know I'm extremely passionate about. But... Even like John loves post apocalyptic stuff. Gaz has played the games. I think for us at Fan Critical, Last of Us, the podcast, when we cover it, I have never been more excited about a show to cover since Game of Thrones, which we, we all know went south a little bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have ne- you know, I'm just counting down the days until we can start getting this podcast up and running to start covering this show. So it's well. going to be amazing.
0: Let's move on to another property um, that I know you're quite excited about, Len. The um, Resident Evil movie coming out next year. The reboot of the entire series. Um, because, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson.
3: Butchered it. Fucked it.
0: <laughs> F- <laughs> fucked <laughs> it. screwed the pooch. Um, so the this zombie. will be directed Whatever. by Johan Roberts. Um, with the mm. story written by Greg Russo. Um, yeah.
4: Yeah. Who-
0: Oh, yes. Johan.
4: Yeah. Johan is born
2: Look, in the same city as, as I Let's just go through all
0: these names. I don't know any of them, but Robbie will who's playing Chris Redfield. Oh I don't my know God. anyone else. Yes.
2: No, no, no. I I yeah, saw yeah, that. Yeah. And that is such a
3: good casting. I'm um, so excited about that. Um, Before you yeah, read the I'm, list out, <laughs> yeah. Before you read um, the list out, I just want everyone to Google these uh just if you're listening to the podcast where jesse reads the names just google the people and the characters that they're playing they've sort of gone down the route of this guy looks like that guy yeah so you we jump need to, on to um i'll pop a link
0: into the episode description i yeah, wrote yeah, up yeah. an article with um some some fancy little sliding images yes right that's right i worked out how to do mm. them um we can see them and yeah len you're right i i don't know a lot of these actors. <laughs> i just know robbie um mm. Yeah, I know They've gone for beat. quality or, or lookalikes. But we've got Kea Scodelario, I, I, sorry, as Claire Redfield. <laughs> Hannah John, <laughs> uh, sorry, Hannah John Kamen as Jill Ev Valentine. Tom Hopper as Albert Wesker. Evan um Yogia, Yogia. Mm as leon s kennedy um, i actually character. really like his casting he's a really cool casting yeah, the best mcdonough easily. as um, william birkin donald Logue as chief brian irons and chad rook and lily Gao have been cast in undisclosed mm-hmm. roles uh, we're we'll coming out next year as for a synopsis we don't have too much they've been pl- uh, keeping it quite close to their chest but we do know it'll be set in 1998 the film mm-hmm. will divulge the secrets of the Spencer mansion and raccoon city We'll serving as an origin story to the first game yay Obviously, we'll to be a lot more faithful to the games unlike the uh, other resident evil films we've had yeah mm. um and focus around really the the opening few games they've also said they're going to be drawing a lot of inspiration from the tone of resident evil 7 so not the story itself uh, but the tone of being scared the, isolated music and
3: to my ears yeah I, I don't mind that at a brilliant all
0: In a press statement to Deadline Hollywood, Roberts is quoted as saying that, I really want to go back to the original first two games and recreate the terrifying visceral experience I had when I first played them whilst at the same time telling a grounded human story about a small dying American town that feels both relatable and relevant to today's audiences. Um, now, this has only recently gone to production. Um, they've just finished up or started. I think they've only just finished up. Uh, Principal Photography, uh, they're filming in Canada at the moment. So we've seen a few images, um, the main one being a bunch of zombies attacking Raccoon City Police Department. Now, this won't That's be it. the only Resident Evil property we'll be getting next year, but we'll get to the other, other few in a moment. Len, how are you feeling about this?
3: I'm excited if they, if they stick to the get- The problem with Resident Evil is- it's a very difficult thing to adapt because the first game, there's so much puzzle solving and it is terrifying going back to that time when you played it originally as a kid, it was terrifying. But now if you even play the remake, it's a bit janky still. It's kind of a different sort of horror. So to go the route of Resident Evil 7, which put you in a very much sort of, I'm going to say Blair Witch sort of perspective, you know, it's first person, you know, scary, a bit more tense, I think that has a lot of promise. My concerns are the cast. They they look great, but I don't know if that's <laughs> the way you should cast people just because they look like the characters. Um, and I think the big problem they're going to have is between the games one and two, the scale just explodes. Um, mm. You start in the mansion, and it's you're you're sort of uncovering this cover up as it's going on, and it, through this scary, intimate setting. And then the second one obviously opens up to uh, the whole of Raccoon City. It's it's gone to shit. It's apocalyptic sort of nature. Um, I think that'll be a real struggle. But you know, I'm just happy because I, I think to have a I feel like people have given up on Resident Evil, which is a shame because I think, yeah, we've seen loads of zombie stuff. And yeah, the original games like Stars and Umbrella, The Corporations, you know, it's all very sort of like so blank. blank. Yeah, it just doesn't read well. But I think there's something in there that appeals to me as a Resident Evil fan, you know, can it can it live up to any hype? I don't I don't know, but I will definitely be watching it um, regardless. <laughs> you know,
0: I think I'm you bring gonna- up a really interesting point. Just real quickly, a really interesting point here when you mentioned the, the puzzle solving and stuff like that. It's a big part of the game. All four mm. games we've gone through today: Monster Hunter, Uncharted, Last of Us, and Resident Evil, mm. are all brilliant games in their own rights, But I think only yeah. really two two of them have notable. Narratives where the other two are really good gameplay-wise. So Monster Hunter and Resident Evil have great moment-to-moment gameplay. Yeah, storyline is is there. It's not the be-all and end-all. They go a little bit a little bit crazy. very very deep in lore. Um, whereas the other two, Uncharted and The Last of Us, narratively quite simple, Both but they can explore dot- that space that 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 oh. space a lot more, and they translate yeah. over. To other mediums a lot better. So, yeah. I think they're going to have to go a, a different way. Like, how do you stop Resident Evil film or, when we get to it, TV shows, becoming too Walking Dead as well? Oh, God. We've seen hordes yeah. of zombies attack people. How do you differentiate <laughs> that? Hey, man, there's Key more monsters To Evil. just mentioning
2: yeah. The Walking Dead.
3: Yeah.
0: I have a lot of mm-hmm. thoughts about The Walking Dead. That show should be good.
3: Uh, the show should be good. If the show was on HBO, it would be good. And that's the difference. It's bought yes. by AMC who have no budget. They don't care. Uh, and The Walking Dead has a lot, had a lot of promise. I, you know, the comics are amazing. And the first couple of seasons, you know, there's moments in there. We covered it as, a, it as a as a podcast for a very long time. Uh, any listeners are fan critical. And it was, it was hilarious by the end of it. We were getting drunk every week and just laughing at the show because of the place and the state it was in. And it's still going, which is crazy. Yeah. You're right. The Walking Dead would be... It would be bad if it was like that, because we've seen it all anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I'm interested to hear what people who... people You guys who maybe don't love the franchise as much, what you guys think about it. Um, um, Len, if I can just pick
2: apart one thing that you say, because you're like, oh, you feel like people have given up on Resident Evil. I would... I, I, I'm not trying to be so argumentative this episode, but I kind of oh, am. Oh, God. Um, kind of I, I, think, no, I think... um I think Resident Evil is going through a huge renaissance at the moment. Oh,
3: yeah. G- Game-wise, game I agree wise? with you. Game-wise, game yes, but, absolutely.
2: But I, mean, people,
3: I mean, people have given up on it in a, in a sort of cinematic sense. Oh, uh, okay, I, right. Also, then, yeah. Yes, the, I would agree with that.
2: <laughs> I the, think the, the, for that the is
3: games, is. The games now, Seven and hopefully Village... Oh, my God, I'm so excited for Village, I can't that even tell you. Good. ...was some of the best horror gameplay I've ever played in Seven... Um, and wow! If they replicate that in Village, Resident Evil is definitely going the right way, game wise. Well, but once again, small small numbers. Of yeah, but Evil I mean, like would, the
2: remake you know. and um, the remake, like the remake of the original number two oh and my God. three, all
3: did Resident fantastically. Evil, both great games. Both I great games.
0: The only thing that the Resident Evil games and the Resident Evil as a uh, film franchise or TV show franchise, or whatever have in common right now at this moment is a name. Mm. That's mm. it. Mm. There is mm. nothing mm. else. And it's a shame because I think a lot of people would watch the films be like, these films are shit. I'm not going to play the game. And vice versa, but that's probably good because I'm like, i played the game. i watched watch the film. Mm, no, thanks. I'm good. So um, well, me and, me and, unless, Ga- me unless, and Gaz uh, watch
3: horror films, don't we, Gaz? What do you think? What do you think about yeah, the horror I mean, aspect I, I, of Resident
4: uh, Evil? Uh, <coughs> unless, I'm, um, unless I'm missing something here, This uh, the director – he, he's not he's not big he's not known for much right um mm. is uh his filmography is small i think from from uh my earlier research some of us do research um Jesse. and um Aww.
0: it, it I makes bet me all your it, name is
4: <laughs> it makes me it makes me wonder a couple of things first of all um that that kind of makes you a bit nervous you know we've got these these actors that are being seem to be, be seem to be cast because they look a bit like the characters 100% um, that is why they've been cast with, yeah. without a huge track record themselves we've got a director who's relatively unknown there's potential for this to come out looking very budget yeah. very B-movie very yeah. Yeah. oh um,
0: yeah oh yeah even from the front of the feet a little bit B-movie which uh,
4: that that could be okay that could be okay the only okay. thing I'm okay. very thinking movie. though is think no, yeah maybe he's maybe he's been maybe this director has been hired because he's offering some insight or he actually knows something about Resident Evil maybe he's a big fan and maybe that's what's needed um i, I don't i don't know I, it's well i mean there's there a lot of, there are a lot of unknowns aren't there and i think um that is both that's both the worry but also possibly oh. the hope um with uh, with with this film
2: Oh, yeah. I would also personally defend the casting of Robbie Amell.
0: Um, and also, oh, yeah. like, that's Kaya. Apparently people were going off about... I'm not going to even try to pronounce the surname. I, I apologise. Um, but Kaya, as uh, Claire Redfield, Twitter was going off about this, saying this is perfect. So I've never seen her in anything, but mm. I have hope for, yeah, her and Robbie, I think... Yeah. Well, that's sorry, Robbie, I'm going to take it a- back. i watched watch and like it. Fuck Robbie Amell. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Robbie Amell.
1: Amell's a whole lot of oh, nothing. Uh, so. Oh. Steve, oh. Stephen Amell is the perfect, perfect arc, casting for Chris Redfield, former
0: friend <laughs> yes. of the. I mean, shit. Yes. Man, good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Resident Evil characters. Do you need the best actors for them? No, that's they have fener.
3: zero depth. The Resident Evil characters. This is a thing that's funny. The games still the characters. I know Resident Evil 2 was remade recently In 3 they just remade the characters it's still cheesy as hell the writing is abysmal uh, the sort of character depth and backgrounds are hilarious um, so to, to to adapt this you actually have to change it quite a lot because you have to give the characters more yeah, and that yeah. is difficult because they're going to have to create some stuff in there that that just has never been there that's why the Paul W.S. Anderson films are terrible because you literally see Jill Valentine rock up in like Resident Evil Two, uh, the film and Resident Evil: Apocalypse, I think it's called, and basically uh, she's literally wearing the same outfit, which is ridiculous as, as she would in the game. She's she's in the police station. She's wearing a bright a bright blue dress so and like a, it's it's honestly terrible. It's honestly like I look at it and go, what is going on in this film? They can't do that with this. They, they're they going to have to sort of give these characters more, you know, dress them down a little bit. Let's get a bit more realism involved. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be hard. And, and I'm, I'm interested to see what they do because, you know, making, taking these characters that people love, keeping their soul, even though it's a very basic one for all of these characters, and then enriching it is going to be really, really difficult. Really difficult. But- it's really... You know.
0: Hard to please gamers because games will tear that apart. If they didn't have her wearing that dress, they'd be like, that's not that's not you know I know, you
3: know but, it stupid. but it looks good. But there is such stupid. a big difference
0: between what looks good in a game and what looks good on like a big screen. There is a massive difference that people just want yeah. to pick.
3: But imagine imagine if Hideo Kojima you know, his his the way he you know, Designs female characters. Imagine if they were in, you know, like a Metal Gear movie. It just wouldn't be, you know, you just can't have it. I've told you a thousand times.
0: She dresses like that because she drinks through her skin. (laughs) Do you want quiet to go (laughs) dry? What? Oh, God. Now, 2021 is going to be sort of the year of Resident Evil. There's a lot of shit coming out. So we've got the film that we just discussed, the aforementioned Resident Evil Village. Plus, we have two Netflix series coming out. We've got Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which Mm. will be an animated series. Um, mm-hmm. which will also have a mag- manga-style um, graphic novel that comes out Very alongside, cool. which would be cool. cool. Very cool. Um, also, the Resident Evil uh, animated films and CGI films in the past have been pretty fucking cool. Agreed, um, I
1: enjoyed them. And some, then we have some a, of them.
0: a yet-to-be-named Resident Evil Netflix series, which, um, as per The Verge, says, the upcoming series will feature an original story set within the world of the Resident Evil That's an odd sentence. Set across Mm. two timelines. The first will see sisters Jade and Billy Wesker, presumably in some relation to longtime series antagonist Albert Wesker, move to the corporate town of New Raccoon City at age 14 before realizing the destination and their father may be concealing some dark secrets. The second timeline will jump 16 years into the future, with the Earth devastated by Resident Evil's signature zombie-making T-Virus and focus on Jade. And the less than fifteen million human survivors trying to survive in a world overrun by six billion mutated monsters. Mm. So that's one drink too.
3: What do you guys think about that? I don't know what to think.
0: I Um, I hope that the 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 movie is a bit more serious and they get all their fucking wild shit out here. Because if we're following the Wesker twins, I don't give a shit who dies.
2: Yeah, (laughs) kill them
0: both. Why would you follow the Wesker twins? That's like but, rebooting yeah.
3: Fraser with two Niles. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> hey, don't be mean to Niles. Yeah, I take that um, back. I'm sorry. Niles. <laughs> um I I think animate doing the Resident Evil franchise as sort of anime and animation is definitely the way the franchise should oh, yeah. focus. To be honest with you, because I think it has a lot of potential in that sort of remit. It can be the <laughs> Castlevania. Cheesy. Exactly, and Castlevania yeah, like is and amazing. The Park with a
0: few things. So oh good. my
3: god, it's so, so good. good. That sort of vibe. But Resident Evil, hundred percent, would work for me. Um, You know, live action is going to be tough. I completely agree.
0: Have you seen the animated films? Yeah. Um, What's the one with the uh, the opening scenes are in an airport? Is it Annihilation?
3: No, um, no, that's um, some
0: some weird name. I can't remember. I can't remember. I I used to have one of my friends in high school give me a burnt copy of it. Sorry, don't break laws. Um, Mm. And that was really fun. That was a good time. Mm. And they were able to really lean into the cheesiness at some moments, so I'm hoping we get a bit of that. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, shit, I'm I'm hoping one of these three has to be good. We've had that (laughs) much bad Resident (laughs) Evil media, again, not games, in the last 10 years, that these only have to be okay to be great.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah,
0: I mean, again, the sort
2: of... And going back to my point with Monster Hunter, the bar has been set so low. Yeah. Like, come on. Hey. It, it's the, not going to be hard. Guys, too.
3: just just always remember the bar is Angry Birds 2. That is the bar, okay? <laughs> exactly. anything, so if you think you can
0: beat it, mm, good luck with that. D- d-
3: that That's the bar, guys. Just remember. This morning Angry I woke up 2. and I'm like,
0: so every uh, Saturday, Sunday, I wake up and I'll try and watch a film. And I'm like, mm. I'm going to Netflix. Like, you know what I'm going to watch? Because we're recording this um, video game adaptation podcast tonight. I'm going to watch Assassin's Creed. Oh,
2: God. And then mm. I looked at
0: it and then I decided, no, I'm going to go for a walk instead.
2: Yeah, good so, idea. That choice. was much better so, usage of the time. Video game
0: adaptations are that bad. They made me exercise.
2: Mm. I'm proud of you. So that's, um, just, that's
0: saying a lot. Now,
2: sorry, go on. I was going to say, like, that's the thing with all of this. Is that no matter how much we shit on or praise the potential, until it comes out, it is a complete unknown because yeah. video games have not historically done well as any other media. Um, Again, Castlevania has been an
0: Castlevania's,
3: exception. Is, yeah, Castlevania is the exception. But I think sure. there
0: are yeah, really Kanami valid reasons for that for the translation not happening. Um, I think uh, it comes I down to think- they're not designed to be movies like the stories aren't written to be movies in the first place so they, that creates a few a few things plus I think a little bit of the, the blame needs to go on game uh, us gamers we're, we're a very reactionary bunch sorry before you react to that Simon we're a very reactionary <laughs> bunch um, <laughs> and we'll, people would jump on it it's like oh they didn't get this thing that was in the secret room in the third game uh, yeah mm studios are of that it, and, and the, the online backlash towards these sort of films is pretty fucked up sometimes i can kind of <laughs> see why they're and it's no stuck between a rock well. and a hard place at times this time, is, this is all why the, the
4: this is why the animation series of super mario bros 3 uh didn't great, great show it didn't get the uh, didn't Could get the, the kudos it deserved.
0: See, that's why Angry Birds 2 is the best video game film because yeah. like five year olds who play Angry Birds, the sort of target audience standard. of the game, aren't going to yell at people on Twitter and tell them nah. to kill himself. They're like, like oh, oh, there's the oh, there's the pigs. Oh, there's the birds. Brilliant. This is the, brilliant. the one brilliant. that I fly Angry,
3: sometimes over there. And then, that's like, the one it, that it explodes. For, like
0: it made for gamers our age of like. The red of that fat bird isn't red enough, and that red bird shouldn't even be there. Why would he be there? He should be in the wooden house, not the ice house at this point. ram ram ram. But yeah. moving on, this, these aren't the only video game adaptations we're getting in the next oh, uh, few years. I'm going to... Let's play a little bit of a game. I went Ruff. through a list on IGN um, about a bunch of games that were in production, rumoured to be in production, may still be on their way. I got six of them. I'm going to read out the the description that I read off IGN, and I want you guys yeah. to guess what it's going to be, and just give me a real brief, is this going to be good or garbage? Okay. All right. Dude. First up, Derek Colstead, the creator of the John Wick franchise, scripted this big screen adaptation of the Square Enix slash Avalanche video game franchise. Constantine Film, the uh, team behind the Resident Evil films, and Prime Universe behind the Hitman films are producing this action flick which aims to kick off a new film franchise around the games series game series' iconic protagonist rico rodriguez
2: oh yeah do you know what that is <laughs> oh yeah go on it's just cause baby
0: it is just cause baby How, what do you think of a just cause film
2: okay Going back to my earlier point, make it dumb, stupid yep. action, yeah. which is what the games are anyway. Yeah, like, the games have them. no story, no substance, and yeah. they can be a bit of a pain in the ass sometimes. But the whole reason you play Just Cause is to see if you can stick explosive like jets yeah. onto a cow's ass, send it flying into a nuclear reactor, and watch it all blow up. That's it's great. gotta be Hobbs and Shaw.
0: Yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's a Fast and cool. Furious film. 100% is a really good way yeah. to
2: put it. I good think call. this could lean, be dumb, dumb Lean into the dumb lean, fun. Into it. lean into the ridiculousness that is already the games and make it pure, dumb fun. And it will yeah. be great. Because yeah. Turn the up, the games off, right
0: action film, pure adrenaline. All right, moving on. A movie based on Ubisoft's Blank franchise was first announced in 2015 as a collaboration between Ubisoft and Sony Pictures Entertainment. Robot chickens Matthew Senrich, Tom Shepard, and Zeb Wells were set to write the script. Right, man. Fuck, that is close. You're in the ballpark. No way.
4: <laughs> I was really um, well is,
0: that, <laughs> is that all the information this? we
4: get? Obviously. Could you
2: imagine... Could you imagine It'd doing like soft. a Rayman movie and you just have to jump? I'm the fairly certain <laughs> there was a
0: Rayman film um, discussed ages ago. I, that mm. really rings a bell. But no, it's not quite Rayman, but you're close. Is it like
2: The Rabbids right. or
0: something? It is The Rabbids. A Rabbids uh, film. Uh, uh, hey, uh, we all. Uh, hold uh, up, hold up. We're all, be good, over uh, 20, be good. we're all over 25 here and we sigh.
3: This film isn't for us. No. Yes, but this is true. It could be Angry Birds. This is one that could be Angry Birds. Rabbids are hilarious. They're hilarious. Also, I, we give shits to rabbits, but that Mario
0: Rabbids game still one of the best good. Switch games I've ever played. Oh, yeah, it's like it's
3: game. the best XCOM game that was
2: never XCOM. Yeah. Mm. Pretty much. Yeah, and look, the, the the problem is for me, um, mentally, I think Rabbids occupy the same sort of space that minions do. Yeah, mm. so they'll like, be successful.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> Which, yeah, is successful, part of the problem.
2: They will be so successful, you, but fuck me, they'll be annoying.
0: So do you think, like, in, like, a few years after the rabbits film comes out, a bunch of Facebook aunties will be sharing like anti vaccine memes with rabbits on them.
2: A hundred percent. How?
0: All right, Abs- moving on to the weirdly. next one. In 2016, Blank producer Larry Kazanoff confirmed he was planning a sci fi trilogy around the iconic puzzle game. How that actually works is still up for debate. Portal. Tetris? Tetris? Tetris. Well, it's Tetris. Portal. <laughs> I've heard rumours
1: of this, but...
0: What? (laughs) Mm. How is that going to work? Oh, my God. I like
1: it. I like the idea. (laughs) Okay. With
0: this one, let's go a different way. How do you make this work?
4: I think Um, that all of the shapes are characters, and, you know, you've got, like, like the proper... Yeah, Blocky's going to be like he's going to be the jock. You're going to have who's yeah. going to be the who's, who would be like the, the absolute dweeb, probably the little like Z-shaped ones. Yeah, um, no, 100%. It,
2: no,
0: yeah. The she, no, the she no the Z-shaped one is like the um the like the pixie girl. <laughs> but the main yeah, character, then, main Zinda, is the straight,
3: main character just, is the straight line. Yeah. yeah. but but he, he can never break the rules because he's yeah. always going in a straight line. And that's like the thing. Like, you know, the Zed guy guy's always like, hey, I can do what I want, and the so line it kind goes, of it is cross really cross between the straight No, It's
0: a cross between the Lego movie and Inside Out.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Sure. Mm. Yes, please. <laughs> no, I'm so no, glad no, no. you didn't say emoji movie. You've got
1: to you've got to go in full on Adam Sandler Pixel style. And oh just, just throw a thousand video game references A thousand Tetris okay. references I like just it. I'm like. going fun. a
0: different way I think this is going to be a religious piece Where people are in purgatory <laughs> And they have to find their perfect match In order to just disappear and go to heaven
2: Oh my
1: god <laughs> okay, wow. That's
0: a little church.
2: bit morbid <laughs> Especially considering <laughs> Gaz was Gaz was stuck in purgatory yesterday
4: I was I couldn't get out of this car park It was unbelievable <laughs> Unfortunately there was no Tetris involved
2: Thankfully, there was no Tetris involved. Hey, I Sorry, love Tetris. How long
0: did you get stuck in a car park for?
4: How long was that phone call? Gas like an hour. It was, no, I wasn't in there for the whole hour. I was stuck for a good <laughs> seven minutes though. <laughs>
3: that's at least two games of Tetris. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you're shit at Tetris um, then. Yes. Oh, very, very good. Oh, shit uh,
0: Tetris, but Lincoln, Lincoln Shaw get away his way out of a car park. So you're doing something. Yeah, right. that's true.
3: <laughs> that's true.
0: Four minutes flat. All right. Next up. We haven't heard anything about the blank movie since 2010, when it was reported that Harold Zwart from the Karate Kid remake will be heading up the film for
3: Sony Pictures Animation. You guys will not get this one. Uh, 2010, it's an animation, is it? Um, Byro? Nope. Oh, Ooh. that would be cool. That, that, that would be, be cool.
1: It's not Crash?
0: Nope. Medieval? Nope. All right. Let's just skip. Let's just say that you guys just had a thousand and one different guesses. Yeah. I would safely assume you never got it. So you're a thousand on a thousand and two. I'll give it away. Roller coaster tycoon. <laughs> what uh, well, game? What a game? <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, what
2: I mean, A game. Also,
0: but imagine like it's like Richie Rich, but he makes a park for his friends. <laughs> Hell yeah! I mean, I'm c- only, game, only, only if you yeah. Great game. Through. It's
4: a great game, but. I mean how is it gonna be a movie? you're gonna make a movie about a guy making hey, a guys, roller coaster. It doesn't need to be
3: based on a game. Yeah. But we thought the Lego movie, like just the Lego movie as a principle, should be terrible. It's exactly. one of the best films of all time. Like it's just sometimes these things work, guys. Give it a chance.
0: Uh, uh, like uh, it, it actually probably has a bigger chance than a lot of the others because it it's not weighed down by the law of the game. Yeah. It's yeah. just yeah. like it? hey, we're having a game about somebody who could just make who makes a roller coaster park? Who's a, a the titular roller coaster tycoon? It'll be a kid. He'll like win the park of his uncle, and he has to redesign something like that. And he does all this weird shit. And then at one point, he gets real bored of it, and he builds a roller coaster that has no ending. And he shoots a cart into space, and he watches as they all die. Like I all, think like it's we more likely like it 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 to, to be.
4: I think yeah. it's going to be a, a religious piece where. Everybody's stuck in purgatory. <laughs> yeah. On a and letter I.
2: Car, car park of <laughs> car purgatory, yep. Yeah. Um, no, I see, whatever happened with that movie, I would like there to be at least one, just a throwaway line of dialogue where mm. someone comes up to like the park manager or whatever and was like, oh, did Don't you hear tasty. about that other park? Um, no, he'd <laughs> like, did you hear Think about bar. that other park? There was a, a bit of track that just completely went missing and everyone went into the the
0: pool of water and got eaten by a shark I, I want there to be a part of a moment where somebody goes up to like somebody who works and is like um do you guys have any toilets here and somebody's just being like ah oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> didn't make them did we and somebody just pissed we'll up the alright next, month. All right, next yeah, up next month Blank Blank <laughs> is going to be a video game movie in January 2019 it was announced that Screen Gems would develop a film of a film version of Ubisoft's annual video game somehow
3: Assassin's Creed again. No. No.
0: Remember, the What's keyword here is annual. A lot of yeah, those series dance. have become, like, bi-annual. This is It's annual. just no, it dance. It did,
3: yeah, it did, yeah. It used to be annual. Surely it's uh, just, dance. It it not not just, just dance. It is just dance. Oh, oh my God. Hey,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Oh, Have you heard of oh, Step no. Up? Step Up yeah, the to the just yes. going to turn into a fucking step Curry up. Curry Ugly? So flash Dance? Can All I, great dance films.
4: Can I Can I tell you? I So bit of information for any listeners out there. I'm, I'm a teacher and at the end of the year sometimes our standards slip and there are certain things that you can do that wouldn't normally pass as a successful learning lesson normally. So towards the end of the year uh, I, the my class had the option of picking any PG film they wanted to watch They chose Step Up 3 for the last uh, third? Film. What has happened to number three? Not Not <laughs> Step Up 1 not step up two, step up three.
3: So um, um, over the course of the week, ask, I
4: watched that film. Yeah. Yes.
3: Can I ask? Was this a multiple choice, or, or or did they literally <laughs> any film in the world? They all met up and then decided that, or or did you give them that, an option of like A, B, C, or D? There were there were no parameters. I got. I, I was.
4: I said. I have a final veto if it's inappropriate, but. Uh, they chose it out of all films they could have possibly chosen. That's mental. They went with Step Up. Three. Is there a slight um,
3: that shows how out of touch I am with the world? No, with like I'm, the, young, uh, one, the youth one of today. One thing I'm going to tell you, wrong. though.
4: One thing I'm going to tell you. After watching that for that week, I'm giving it three blueberries. Yeah. Out five.
2: Oh.
4: I, I, I did not mind like
1: it. A, like a meme thing with the kids then. Like, yeah,
4: I would have thought so, but it's
1: so specific. God, we're so old. specific.
4: <laughs> I feel, Sorry, like, I feel like they were just trying to annoy me and they failed miserably because I got into it and enjoyed it and went home and practised the moves myself.
0: Is there a slight <sighs> feeling in the back of your mind, though, that they have all as a group got together in the last few weeks during this whole COVID pandemic? They've banded together and formed such a bond that they have watched Step Up 1, Step Up 2, the streets, without you, and they're under number 3, and they're just like, don't worry about, about Gaz. We'll watch it yeah. as a as yeah. as, as, a, as a group.
4: Well, I, I mean, the good thing is that I don't think there kind of uh, there's there's any sequential logic to the films, so uh, you can watch Step Up Three in isolation. It works okay. If anybody out there is wondering whether they should take the plunge or whether they have to sort of commit to an entire trilogy, uh, you
2: don't well, have thank to. Thank you for that information. I will probably go watch Step Up Three after this podcast.
0: Excellent. I just, I just looked it up and I just saw that the main character played by Adam G. Savani is named Moose. Yeah, Moose. So, I The moose, moose Loose. The Loosest right. Moose. Moving on to the last the last uh, adaptation. Possible adaptation. In 2016, it was reported that a live-action family comedy based around Half Bricks Blank is in the works, but we've heard nothing since.
3: Minecraft. No, nope. half brick studios. Ooh.
0: Fruit Ninja. Now <sighs> actually
3: since i think that that could work this
0: has been in my back of my head ever since um len you mentioned the the success of angry birds 2 mobile games have a really good chance of this because mobile games sort of break out of the usual gamer zone a lot of people who don't get themselves games are aware of these properties don't give a shit about any sort of background to it they just they know the characters fruit ninja will Mm. kids will want to see fruit ninja
3: yeah, I they want, want to know all to the feel. characters. Watermelon, Banana, Apple, all those characters. Oh, probably they why you save Apple you. for the sequel, I
0: imagine. You want to keep that <laughs> surprise. But yeah. it, it's a, it's like a cutie thing. The marketing would be insane. The promotional material and like the merchandising for this would be insane. Um, I think this has a shot. If I, was, if I was a studio buying up properties, this is one I'd be like, yep, cool, let's take some money to that. I
2: I think mm. I think it has potential, and the reason why is because I think you could do very easy like a little cook off story, and have it be well like a, a ninja off a fruit ninja competition, and have that be like the pinnacle, like the apex of the film is, you know, who is the best fruit ninja, and so the Ratatouille character meets Kung
0: Fu Panda meets Iron Chef.
2: Yeah. What if
4: they turn it into fruit ninja, as in like. Well, the fruit the, is
2: the ninja. Or well, what oh. if it's a ninja that uses exclusively, like, shurikens and stuff made out of fruit?
0: See, now I've just mentioned, um, have you guys seen that film Rubber about the murderous tyre? <laughs> <laughs> <Not, laughs> no. film Rubber was, it's watch, about a tyre I haven't seen. It, I really want to watch it. I really want to yeah, watch it, Jesse.
3: The, I know the film. The exactly.
0: I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to ruin anything. But it's about tire it that makes, rolls around and
3: it, it makes kills heads, people. People's heads explode. It makes people's heads explode um, whenever it wants.
0: Now I want this. I want it like uh, you know, like a a guava that
3: yeah. goes around well,
0: different countries. I'll tell you what, Assassin's, the guava
4: would be a fantastic ninja. That's a great fruit that you've picked there, mate. Well done.
0: Thank you. I, Exotic. I was thinking it's going to be called John Pip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Oh, okay, oh, let's, let's let's end this fucking show with that bad joke. I'm sorry everyone. Get John Pitt because of the seeds and like John Wick Alright. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Who's now, gonna play we- him? Antonio Antonio Bananas.
3: That's even worse. That <laughs> was, get, yeah, that was <laughs> get out while we still can. Yeah. All right. Oh, now now, now I, I can't
0: Sorry I can't do the outro until I come up with one now You've, you've, yeah. re- you've really fucked up The show now Cast. <laughs> you won't know my weakness is puns and I, we All I can do for Keanu is Keanu Leaves mm, That's nothing
4: It's not relevant So if not you want really to hear relevant. us
0: struggle to come up with You know really bad puns we're uh, on Spotify and iTunes. Subscribe and leave us a review while you're there. Be sure to check out Fan Critical Podcasts on all good podcast services. Gaz and Len, what do you guys got, guys got on the horizon for uh, Fan Crit?
3: Uh, we've got more. How the fuck have you not seen that episodes coming out? Um, we've got some commissioned podcasts coming out. Um, we uh, unfortunately, the movie industry has been decimated, as we all know, by COVID. So, uh, so it's basically just the how the fuck have you not seen that, which is essentially um, we have lied about seeing films for years uh, to each other. So I lied for my whole life to everyone who ever asked me and other members of the podcast about having seen reservoir dogs Thickening. or the Thickening. usual Thickening. suspects i'd never seen these films uh, and when people would always talk about it I go, yeah it's brilliant in it it's brilliant it's so good uh mm. yeah that bit brilliant that twist <laughs> amazing yeah amazing um so then we've all had these realizations and there's been some absolute crackers gladiator pulp fiction reservoir dogs usual suspects aliens uh spirited R- away uh, Robocop. we're doing a- Robocop, we're doing Akira next week. Um, so there's films left, right, and centre. Uh, so check us out. They are hilarious and they are good fun.
0: I have never seen Akira either.
3: Oh, oh yeah. my God. But it's surprising so you say good. that
0: because uh, my partner and I, every Friday, we go back and forth, somebody gets to pick a film. My pick this week is Akira. So,
3: Oh, and that. then you can so listen to the podcast done and, and it'll be and
0: fun. Done. Also, sorry, yeah. the, the movie industry has been decimated. I'll have you know that Monster Hunter comes out in about a month or so you're you're welcome video games send their regards okay
2: apparent apparently um my mates are going to buy me a ticket for, to watch oh, i'm hundred percent going to go with see it them so i can't mm. get out of it Nah, no nah, dude
0: go see it we will do a review episode on that bad boy done <laughs> right. now if you want to see uh, get us
2: go watch it as well so we can all bitch
0: about it if you want oh to God. read up on some reviews and news and everything else you can use storymodegaming.com uh jump on board check us out we're also on facebook at storymodegamingoz uh jump on board our facebook page because we're currently running a competition to give away a copy of cyberpunk 2077 um, so make sure that you're in it to win it we're also on twitter Wait. at storymodeoz
4: i've just thought of who can play the fruit ninja
0: this better be fucking good this better be so good grape gyllenhaal yeah no, that was good <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you're, l- yeah, was you're lucky
0: <laughs> you're <laughs> lucky <laughs> to you we're also on your instagram at story mode gaming um you can also search for fan critical on patreon chuck a couple bucks our way you get access to a few extra shows and access to the discord server run by our very own simon evan jump on board tell him how he's wrong about the upcoming monster hunter film can we all know
2: I'm right
0: not mm. <laughs> straight up I'm not wrong mm, maybe but with that I-, I bid you all adieu Simon thanks, guys. Keelan Len Gaz thanks for joining us Have you had fun
1: mm. very Au much sure. thanks everyone thanks very Thank much. You very, thanks, thanks for, for
0: having us on board oh, any, any time any time um, and I hope everyone listening had enjoyed that um, and I hope you're all interested in these films coming out whether it's genuine excitement or morbid morbid curiosity um, and with that mm. stay curiosity. safe play some games and we'll catch you next week Mwah! Bye. Bye. bye
2: bye
1: Danny show doesn't work